Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and author. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? Michael, here's one from Patty Geisler. I was married previously to someone uh, when I was pretty young, and he was a little older, but not too much older. Uh, we both had grown up in South Florida, so we wanted to move to a place in the north that would have seasons. I didn't really want to move to a place that I didn't know anybody, so unfortunately we moved to Baltimore, Maryland. My sister lived in Glen Burnie, which is like 25 miles south of there. So we lived there for like two and a half years, and it was basically misery. We wanted to just come back to South Florida, but it took us that long to get back because we had low paying jobs. So we finally made it back. I want to say it was 1977 or 1978. And we were so happy to be back in South Florida. I hated the cold. I hated the rain, the gray, the, all that. So he decided that he was going to create a tradition of celebrating South Florida. And he decided to, every Christmas Eve morning, to go down to the beach and have breakfast and watch the rising of the great Christmas star. And that's what he called it, the, the event, the rising of the great Christmas star. So we started doing this. And I had a sister, the one that lived in Baltimore, who moved back to Florida before I did. I was very upset. She was a party animal. And she brought all of her friends to this event. And we had some friends and they came and the thing grew to like 40 people and or more. It was huge. And it was down by the Yankee Clipper, which is now called something else. I'm not sure of the name now, but it, uh, it's on the at the it's in the Fort, La Fort Lauderdale Beach at the south end of the big parking lot down by Bahia Mar. So we met we always met exactly you know, pretty much the same place by the Yankee Clipper. I mean, you have to get there before the sunrise. And it's always a mad rush. We used to get there in the dark, which was fine. But it's always a mad rush to get there, like at 7.04 the sunrise. And, if we, and I always want to get there to watch the sun come up because we take a picture with it. In the early days, it was just such a party. We brought champagne. We brought food breakfast. There were times where I forgot my frying pan. We, there were times where I forgot a spatula. You always forgot something. And people brought the craziest things. I remember one, one teacher at BCC came and he brought swordfish, no, cot, to fry on the frying pan. And we got a grill going and, and everybody brought all these little dishes. And one, at one year, my son, he was about 12 at the time, he's now 31, he set a trash, he was in his fire-loving period, I guess. He set a trash can on fire and almost got us sent to jail or something. So. Uh, other times, I think we were warned about bringing champagne to the beach, and uh, there was one time where we did these bubbles where you where you tape a newspaper together from the four corners and you set the four corners on fire and it floats away. Like, <laughs> I mean, we it was it was really a cool thing to do. And my sister passed away about ten years ago, a little bit more than that, and her friends just kind of fizzled out; they don't come anymore. But um, we still carry on the tradition. We, we still go every, every Christmas Eve morning, and it's really tiny now, but the, the only people that go now are my, hus my current husband, my son, 
and his dog and me and a, oh, one of the earliest members of this thing his name is Milo and he he comes every year he moved upstate but he comes down specifically for this event and he arranges his medical appointments so that he can come and attend this thing. So this thing carried on for years and years. I, I don't think I've missed the sun coming up some years. The sun is, you know, you can't see it. There are clouds. Most times it's beautiful. Sometimes it's freezing. Sometimes it's raining. It actually is still going today, but it's much smaller. We're down to four people and a dog. But my son will probably always go. If my husband and I had not left Florida to live elsewhere, we would not have started this really nice tradition. Patty Geisler with a story about the magic of a sunrise. <laughs> well, that's one thing it's about, certainly. It's also a Christmas Eve sunrise, and it's a Christmas Eve sunrise that wouldn't have happened if she hadn't left Florida. This story, when Patty was telling me, especially the part where she leaves Florida for Baltimore and uh, because her sister's there and then her sister leaves, I'm thinking, boy, this woman can't catch a break. She wants to leave Florida where she grew up. She wants to experience seasons. The seasons are terrible. The sister leaves and then uh, the marriage doesn't even survive. But if she hadn't left Florida. And this is what I love about this story. If she and her husband hadn't hated Baltimore and returned, they would never have come up with this truly lovely tradition. And she says it started in 77 or 78. And uh, this is 45 years, you know, and I mean, all of that was from a mistake. And there's a Joni Mitchell line, I know you know very well, Michael, don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone. And this is one of those times when, you know, they would have taken the beach for granted Christmas Eve, any other time. But after that experience, they were going to celebrate Christmas Eve in Florida on the beach. I once saw Michelle shocked in concert, and she introduced one song and described the sunrise as a revolution that happens every day, and that resonated with me, so much so that I videotaped the sunrises for my YouTube videos. So I see a lot of symbolism in the sunrises, but she mentioned the Yankee Clipper, and that brought back some memories. Yeah, how long has that been gone? What I really appreciate also this is what it is in a bittersweet way to live a life. I'm not even going to say a long life. She's not that old, but to live a life. 40 years ago, 45 years ago, it grew to be 40 people. Maybe it didn't start out that way, but soon after. And, you know, that was the height of this celebration, a point in Patty's life when she was raising kids and she had a career. All of these things were going on. And then... As happens in life, her sister died, the friends disappeared, and they're down to four people, and it's not the same husband. The kids are grown, but still, the bittersweet part of the story that I love so much is that, yes, things change. Yes, we age. Yes, people die. Yes, people move away. Yes, we have divorces, but the tradition carries on, 
I was smiling. I'm not going to say through tears, but I was smiling and I got a little twinge at the same time at the end of this story. It is quite a tradition. The sun rises every day, but there is only one Christmas star. What they called the rising of the great Christmas star, which I've never heard of. He may have very well made that up. Something tells me he did. But it's a, it's a lovely thought. It's a lovely thought. Thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. We would love to have more South Florida stories. How can our listeners get in touch with you? Send me an email to cneil, that's C-N-E-I-L-E, at fau.edu. I do not need a summary. Please don't send me a recording or anything. I'll just send you instructions. Thanks, Karen. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and author. My name is Michael Stock, a new segment of The Public Storyteller, next week. 